you're allowed to change your mind and you're allowed to do so freely and you're allowed to do so without shame. Hello, Wisdom and Wellness family. Happy New Month. It's the month of June in South Africa. We are celebrating Youth Month and it's also Father's Day this month. So there's quite a lot happening, but I'm just so excited that we're still here and everything's still going good. Thank you so much for always checking out our podcast. We are always literally in the top five and it's all thanks to you and to our members. A shout out to our members. Um, in case you're wondering what's happening in our memberships on YouTube, there's this button. It's called the Join button. Button. And if you click on that button, you are the first to know on what's happening on our podcast, such as Speak Live September, coming soon, that you know sells out within seconds or minutes. And the members community gets to be the first to have the option to purchase. And also, if you've noticed, we put our shorter clips on YouTube and then the long full video is available for our members. But otherwise, you're more than welcome to catch the full audio on any platform such as Spotify. So I wanted to talk about something thing that I know doesn't only just bother me, but might be a thing to a whole lot of other people. And because we are nearing the middle of the year, I thought this is the perfect time to talk about changing your mind. I am here to free you guys, especially the perfectionists, that you are allowed to change your mind. What do I mean by this? I mean, it's the beginning of the year, December, January, all of us are excited and that's when we all set these goals. And some of us have a tendency of being unrealistic in setting our goals or not really considering what could happen or what could change. And basically we all set our goals and we set all these things based on what we know, um, the circumstances we are in, and obviously the hopes and the dreams and sometimes even get influenced by social media. I know that sometimes we can see things, see other people doing things and be inspired which is a positive things but some which is a positive thing but sometimes it can alter the direction of how we set our goals when we want to achieve those goals and sometimes it's not even what we really want but it looks cute and it looks achievable and it looks amazing on the gram so we're like I'm setting that goal but today I'm here to free you that it is absolutely okay to change your mind and the reason why I wanted to emphasize this is that this is a good time to really start re-evaluating your goals and to check if they actually still match your values, if they still match your belief systems, and if they still match who you've become. Six months or five and a half months is quite a long time for a lot of things to happen. I know for me, there's a lot of goals that have shifted, a lot of goals that I've had to re-evaluate, and a lot of things and a lot of projects that I've had to ask myself, actually, do I still want this or am I still continuing and going on just because it was a goal or it was on my um what do you call this on my vision board so let's get into it so one of the examples I actually wanted to share for me in the beginning of the year one of the goals was to continue with the speaking engagement so I thoroughly thoroughly enjoy speaking engagements they are my favorite and there's the possibility of doing a speaking engagement every single weekend. And there's an opportunity to be outside the country every weekend. There's an opportunity to be outside of town and do as many as possible. And that was kind of the goal for this year because I think it allows me to interact with a whole lot of people. So amongst many things, I said to myself, okay, this year we are doing a whole lot more speaking engagements. Then the year started and we had our wisdom and wellness event. And I sat down with myself 
and my kids are now doing sports at school and there's a whole and there's now class parties and there's a whole lot of activities happening and we have officially joined a church that we are looking to serve in like we want to get involved because for the last um two years since COVID we were basically churching online so there was no need to physically serve in church and then this year we finally joined a church so now how did my goals shift So I realized by virtue of not adjusting my goals of having speaking engagements every weekend, one, I'm missing out on the opportunity to serve in church. Two, I am potentially missing out on birthday parties, which is fine unless I actually want to be there. And also I'm missing out on the opportunity to really rest on the weekends. So I can be a bit of a workaholic, which is, it's a good and a bad thing, but Looking at this year and how fast my kids are growing and how much my life is changing and where my interests are going, I had to sit down and be honest that actually maybe speaking engagements every weekend are not are not it. So now I've had to sit down and adjust my goals that maybe three speaking engagements a quarter um, or maybe have two speaking engagements, skip two weekends are what really will work for me. So this has allowed me and freed up time for me to serve in church. Whereas beginning of the year, there was no goal of serving in church because I was not part of a physical church. So that wasn't a factor. I didn't know that my kids will start attending birthday parties almost every weekend because now they're getting older. I didn't know that I will need a little bit more rest because the week is just hectic. So I've had to readjust my goals, not because I'm failing at it or not because I'm no longer interested in the speaking engagements, but simply because I have new commitments that excite me and I have, I've grown and I'm in this new environment that I want to explore and give my all to. So that is just a, an example of how we can need to reevaluate our goals goals. It doesn't always have to be the big goals or the small goals, but something as simple as saying no to this because I'm more interested in this now. So what I did want to mention that I know can come with changing your mind is that it doesn't have to come with shame. Number one, there's three things I'm going to mention. Changing your mind does not have to come with shame. And just to explore further on what shame feels like, it's literally that painful feeling of humiliation. You know when you feel like you've said something or you've announced something or this was supposed to happen and then it doesn't, and then you feel that pain of, what are people going to say? I feel humiliated. This is how it was supposed to be. For example, I don't know if you guys did this when you're younger, you invite everybody to come watch you in a sports game or in an athletic race and you're convinced you're going to be number one and then you just don't get that number one spot. And then it's like, oh, how am I going to face my friends or how am I going to face my family or everybody that I have invited? So Shame can be that painful feeling of now that I've changed my mind, especially if I've made an announcement that this is what I was going to do. Now I feel humiliated. I feel embarrassed that I have changed my mind. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have to feel shame. I think sometimes the idea of something is worse than it happening. So you think that people are constantly thinking, ah, this one did this, this one said they're going to do this and they didn't. But to be honest, people are basically busy doing, busy with their own goals, thinking of their own things and possibly dealing with their own shame. So be freed from shame. If you're going to change your mind, which you're allowed to do, don't 
feel ashamed. Number two, um, don't worry about labels. Sometimes people will come up with things, with names to give you, and you honestly don't have control over that. What I can control is how I feel about me and the truth that I know about myself. So if you're worried they're going to call you a quota, if you're worried they're going to call you the one, the, the one who doesn't commit, or if you're worried they're going to call you a failure, it really doesn't matter. Either way, whether you do the thing or you don't do the thing, there's going to be a time where people are going to just label you. So free yourself from the labels of others. The truth is, if you are putting yourself out there, if you're stepping out into your purpose for your goals, if you're showing up and putting yourself out there, it's going to come with labels. It's going to come with criticism. People are going to call you things. And one of the most freeing things I ever heard is that sometimes people get angry at you, that you made a decision to go after you what you wanted or to not go after something you don't want anymore, and they couldn't make that decision for themselves. So don't worry about the labels. Don't worry about what people are going to say. It's got nothing to do with you. It's got everything to do with themselves. So emphasis is you probably are going to get those labels but in this moment when it comes to changing your mind and changing your goals it's all about you and the third thing is disappointment you probably are going to feel a little disappointed in yourself I think that's normal because you're going to be like oh, I set these goals and last time I didn't achieve the goals or I said this about myself this is what I was going to do and I didn't do it but it's okay to be disappointed but you don't have to be defined by it and also it's also okay to not be disappointed especially because I assume when you're going to change your mind, it's not because you're quitting. It's because you simply want better or you've simply discovered something that you think might be better for you. And just to break down what disappointment feels like, it's basically the sadness that is caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hope. So basically, you're hoping that by the end of the year, I would have graduated cum laude. And then you're slowly realizing that it's not happening. And that is what we call disappointment. You're sad that you had hoped for this thing and now it's not happening. And so it is possible that you can hope for something and then not want it anymore and still be sad about it. Another practical example, I grew up hoping that I would be a chartered accountant. And so I went to school. And it was looking possible and I did the studies and I went to class and slowly that hope was sort of fading away. I realized that this is no longer what I want. And even though I let go of it because it's no longer what I want, I still couldn't help that there was that disappointing feeling that this was once a hope of mine. This was once a dream of mine and now it's not happening. So on the one end, it's freeing that I've let go of this thing that no longer serves me or no longer feels right for me. But on the other hand, it's a disappointing feeling. It's that sadness of I once wanted it and it was going to be possible and maybe I should have held on. But on the one side, I know that it's a good decision I made. So whatever it looks like, Free yourself from that disappointment. And by freeing yourself from disappointment, I'm not saying don't feel disappointment. I'm saying it's okay to feel disappointed that you've changed your hope and you've changed your goal and you've changed your dream, but don't live in it and don't be defined by it and don't let it change your new goals. So what is though important is that, and this is very, very, very important, is most of us when we go on our journeys or our purposes, our paths and our goals, 
we have mentors that we tell about these um, new dreams. For example, if you're in corporate, you would tell your mentor, your team leader, your manager that this is the goal. I'm trying to get a, a, a promotion here. Or if you're a student, you would tell your tutor that this is the goal. I'm trying to get an A here or I'm trying to get this here. And if you're building a business, you probably have your friends that you're telling about it. If you are starting a new health journey, you might tell your Instagram close friends or your partner at home. If you want to spend more time at home, you want to tell your family. There's people that we confide in about our goals. What is important when we change our minds about what we want to achieve is that we let them know. We have to let the people who hold us accountable know that we are changing our minds, not because we owe them an explanation or because they are going to shame us, because ultimately the people we trust, we know that even if we fail, even if we don't show up as much as we wanted to show up to, they will hold us accountable with love. So it's important that as you shift, you go back to your mentor, to your spouse, to your family and say, hey, look, I know that I said on weekends I will be hiking every Saturday with you or I know that I said I'm going to be working towards um, this promotion but my goals have changed and I no longer want a promotion but I actually want to spend more time at home or I no longer want to hike every Saturday but I want to take more time out resting. So it's, it's, it's just accountability because at the end of the day, these people are trusted. They are hopeful. They are working with you. They are pouring into you, spending time, encouraging you about your goals. So if you just change and not say anything, it's a level of disrespect. And the next time you come with a goal, it's like a, le a level of trust has been broken that, oh, but you said this last time and you didn't do it. And that's what we don't want. We don't want that broken trust between our mentors. We don't want that broken trust between our community. We don't want that broken trust between people we've told our dreams. We don't want them to remind us next time we have a goal that, oh, I don't believe you anymore because the last time you didn't make it happen. We want to be able to say, hey, I know this is what I said, but things have changed and this is the goal now so that they can support us on our journey. You don't have to share it with the whole world. You don't have to announce on Facebook. You don't have to tell the whole company, but just those trusted people. And I think it's also important to mention that you don't change your mind just for the sake of like you don't change your fitness goals because it's winter and it's cold. We don't change our goals because we just don't feel like it anymore. I think when it comes to the shifting of our mindsets and the shifting and the change of our minds, it must be something we've really thought about. It must be something really important. It must be you know better, but not just random that, oh, I had this goal in the beginning of the year and oopsie, don't feel like it anymore. Then that breaks trust, not only with other people, but with yourself. You're literally teaching yourself not to trust yourself. And a lot of people ask me, Bumi, how do I build confidence? The way to build confidence is by holding yourself accountable. If I say to myself, every Monday, I am going to make it a vegan Monday, for example. And every Monday, I just don't. I'm teaching myself that whichever goal I make, I don't have to be accountable to myself. And therefore you lose confidence in yourself. So even when you set other bigger goals, like I'm going to, I'm going to travel to Paris, it's like you don't even believe yourself anymore because even in the small goals, you've just learned to not do what you said you're going to do. 
So it's important that in changing your mind, you also have that one-on-one with yourself that, hey, look, this is why we're doing this. There's a bigger picture now. I know more. I know better. So that's why. So here are a few places where you can find yourself changing your mind. This is just to give clarity that it's not just one-sided or one area, but there's various ways where we can change our mind. Um, The most obvious one I can think of is your fitness goals. So I saw a tweet the other day that actually inspired this conversation. This lady tweeted, I spent the first half of the year trying to bulk up and now I've just changed the goal because I'm naturally small and it's just I'm fighting against myself. And I thought, wow, what 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 a, a good realization and honest conversation with yourself. It's not that she wouldn't be able to bulk up. It's just that why am I trying to work outside of my outside of my natural gifts? Why am I trying to work outside of what comes naturally to me? Now, there's a difference between I'm not challenging myself and also I'm just going against everything that is natural to me. So if your gift is this, stick to this and make this better versus trying to shift up your gift. So that was a good one for me. So you're allowed to change your your fitness goals. It can go from, I just want to be able to run. I I know at some point I wanted to do the Ironman and I wanted to do a marathon. And then I obviously kind of started with the training and then I learned how to swim and I don't like breathing underwater. So I stopped trying to force myself to do this Ironman because I wouldn't enjoy the swimming part of it. And even with the marathon, I was like, okay, we're going to do this marathon thing. But I don't like running long distance. I just like running a five kilometer and that's enough for me and that's fulfilling. And so I allowed myself to adjust that goal that no, I haven't failed because I no longer want to do an Ironman or comrades marathon it's just that it's not something that I like anymore so I've adjusted my goals and another thing is you can change your mind about your priorities maybe at first your priority was your job and your home and your and your relaxing life or your leisure life came second or third and now you're just in a different space and you no longer want to prioritize a promotion. Now you want to prioritize your own leisure. That is absolutely okay. And that's what comes with honesty. Because now if you don't change your mind about your priorities or if you don't accept that, you'll be competing with someone whose priority it is to climb the ladder. And your priority is to have free weekends. But now you're competing and you're comparing yourself to the person whose priorities are different. So it's important to look at your priorities and be able to say, actually, I thought I wanted this promotion and I really don't. So my priorities have changed and it's okay. But remember, even with things like this, communicate with the people who are rooting for you. Your dreams can change. You can change your mind about your dreams. I know I had the dream of buying myself a Porsche when I turned 30. And it's really not an impossible dream. 30 is around the corner, but I'm also looking at the economy and I'm looking at my other interests and other things that I want to do. And that goal has changed. Um, Am I saying it's written off? Absolutely not. But the goal has changed and I freed myself because I was like, oh no, you're you're backing away from your dream and your goal. And I was like, no, my priorities have just shifted my interests have just shifted there's something else that's more important perhaps travel now um, is the most important on my list of dreams versus a brand new car or an exciting car so it's just an example but it's to show you that we are allowed to say I know I want this but I don't anymore you're allowed to change your mind about the people around you 
um, you're allowed to decide that you don't want to be part of this uh, part of the circle anymore. You're allowed to say, I actually don't want to spend every Saturday going to society, society as we call it, anymore. And you're allowed to say, I don't want to attend all those things I've been attending for 20 years anymore. I know I used to serve in church my whole life, meaning I was at church on a Wednesday, a Thursday, a Saturday, and a Sunday. And I did it my whole life. And I enjoyed it. I loved it. And then when I got married, I decided that's not what I want to do anymore. I want to focus on my home. And I did that for a good five, six years. And now I've decided I actually want to ease myself back into serving. So there goes that changing and shifting again. And it's really seasonal. But we have to sit down with ourselves and be honest. So you don't feel like you're chopping and changing. But you really sit down with yourself and say, okay, this is where I am. Even your financial goals, um, those are something we can change as well. Maybe you wanted to be a millionaire, but now you realize, mm, I'm not willing to do what it takes to be a millionaire, or I'm not willing to do what it takes to do this. And so your goal, you can change your mind, but you have to be honest about it. And it, it doesn't come from a place of laziness, a place of quitting and giving up, but a place of looking at what's happening in my life, looking at my circumstances, and looking at the season I am in and adjusting accordingly. So I wrote a few things. Um, three steps to change. And I was just looking at the, um, I think I listened to a sermon where they were talking about Paul and the scripture where um, the word says, forget the former things, right? And so we just had to look at Paul and what it meant for him to forget the former things. Now for context, Paul used to be one of those who crucified Christians, right? So he would literally kill a people for proclaiming the gospel and all of a sudden on his way to Damascus God called him and he had to change his life now he went from killing to now preaching the actual gospel so when the word says him forget the former things it was not a, a small thing it was a, I have to forget that I was literally so strong in my conviction of killing people I believed this was the way and it really was the way for me. I believed I won in this area. I lost in this area. And God says, forget the former things. We are looking ahead now. What's ahead of you? And this is to encourage us that even with us, we're allowed to forget the former things. It's not necessarily bad things. So it could be goals that were good, that were working in a different season. It could be a mindset that got you to where you are. But now it's time to forget it, to let go of it and to look ahead and ask yourself, what is next for me? So the steps to change. Number one, forgive yourself and talk to yourself. It's important that I mention forgiveness, even though it's not necessarily you, you self-sabotaging, but there is that voice inside you that will say, um, you're giving up, you're quitting. So it's important to take a moment and to sit with yourself. Maya Angela says, when you know better, you do better. So I think that is a good comforting statement where you can sit and say, hey, actually, for where I was and the way I thought, it was actually okay. That is the best that I could do. But now I know better. I'm experienced. I've seen better. I've been exposed to so much more. I've had different conversations. I've tried out different things. And this is my mindset now. So I want to do better. I want to think better. I want to plan better. And I want to dream better. So start by forgiving yourself and talking to yourself. And remember, now that you know better, you're allowed to do better. 
Number two, focus on the future. Like I said with Paul, forget the former things. Paul had to forget about everything he had done. And I'm sure everybody was reminding him, but aren't you the guy who used to persecute us? And he had to focus on the current, on the message he has been given now. And the thing is, we sometimes feel like we have to explain to everybody or we have to hide in shame because last week I was this person, now I'm this person. Man, sir, you don't owe anybody else an explanation except those you are accountable to. That's it. And then you go back to them and say, hey, I know this is what it looked like, but this is no longer who I am. This is no longer how I'm doing things. And just like Paul, he continued with his message and he changed the gospel for decades and decades so don't be held back don't be held back by your past don't be held back by um previous failures don't be held back by previous goals but focus on the future what does the new you look like what does the new you like what is this new perspective that is calling you and number three allow people to be the truth is and i've already touched on this people are going to talk now you have to distinguish whose voice you allow Brene brown's favorite quote is um, it's not the critic who counts right it is not the critic who counts but it is the man who is in the arena simply put and I paraphrase, simply put, you cannot take advice from people who've never been in your shoes. You cannot take advice or criticism from people who've never tried a single thing. It's easy to sit over there and say, you should have done this, you should have done it like this. But people who are putting themselves out there know not to criticize other people. So choose who you take criticism for. It's important to listen to other people and to take a, and to be accountable and to take criticism. But it can't just be from anyone. Because if you're listening to everybody, you will be crushed like this. So choose who you listen, listen to. And just in closing, I once again want to remind you that today's podcast is really about freeing you. That no matter what happens, no matter what the goals were that were set, you're allowed to change your mind and you're allowed to do so freely and you're allowed to do so without shame. I know too many stories of people who should have changed their minds, should have changed their plans when they could, and they just didn't for the sake of protecting others. I know of someone who told me a story that the night before their wedding, they knew they shouldn't have gotten married, but they were so afraid of what the family would say. They were afraid that the food was paid for, the dress was paid for, everything was paid for, everybody was here, but they knew deep inside their hearts, deep inside their hearts that they were not supposed to get married, but they did, and it didn't end well. And I know of people who've taken jobs they shouldn't have taken um, and they were scared of what other people were going to say. Or sometimes you thought you wanted the job and it comes to you and now you're too scared to say no. Personally, I've done that where I've taken jobs where I knew or taken opportunities where I knew deep down I shouldn't have. But now I'm so afraid to say no because I already committed to it or I've already announced that I wanted this. But I'm here to let you know that even in the last minute, in the hearts of hearts, when you know that you want to change your mind, it is absolutely okay. It won't be without consequences, but you can at least save yourself from being in situations you're not supposed to be in. So go on, sit with yourself. We're almost halfway through the year. Sit down with your goals. And if you don't have to change anything, keep going. Well done. Congratulations. Your goals are there for you to achieve. Um, my trainer said to me this morning as I was struggling um, with lifting my weights, and he said, it's a challenge. It's supposed to be hard. And so even with you, if it wasn't hard, everybody else would be doing it. So keep going. 
if you're changing your mind, change your mind and set another goal. Commit to it. And remember, be accountable, but choose who you're being accountable to. Have a good month. Love you lots. Thank you for liking, subscribing and recommending my podcast and sharing it to everybody in your community. Until next time, I'm Pumula Drawback.